The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Hello, hello. This is Joey Schneider from Fox 2, along here with Kevin Ryans from the Sports Department. And here we are. We're experimenting with the first edition of a Cardinals podcast for Fox 2. There's just so much going on right now. We had to uh, just take time to unpack it all, Kevin. I mean, it's amazing, really. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Joey, the Cardinals are all of a sudden, they've won six straight games, six of seven, since the end of the All-Star break. Maybe we can start maybe thinking about will they go for it or will they not well the cardinals have told us they're not going for it and then they're playing like this who knows but i mean it's exciting to see they're playing really good baseball afternoon game today could add to their six game winning streak which is a season high so good vibes to the cardinals absolutely absolutely you think about everything that's going on right now and the season's just um had a lot of turns early on that you just made people think this might be a year where they're rebuilding yeah. a little bit they might be a year where um, you know, you just don't really see this a whole lot in history where the Cardinals at one point fell below 14 games under 500 yeah. and it seemed like, oh, man, they're starting to uh, wave the flag for the season a little bit. But, um, you know, they've won six straight and they're playing really inspired baseball. What do you feel like is clicking for them right now? Yeah, pitching definitely is the key. It's been the key all season. With the way that they pitched early on in the year, how inconsistent it was, it helped lead to where they were 16, 17 games under 500 now. They're pitching spectacular. I think since July 6th, their ERA is just a little bit over three in the low threes. In the last five games, their ERA just a, just in the high threes and just below four. They're doing a good job pitching-wise, and the offense has really been on this entire month. And so everything is kind of coming together. It's supposed to look how it's supposed to, well, they thought it would, coming out of spring training. And they're playing really fantastic baseball right now, six straight wins. Absolutely. Two guys I'm looking at in particular are Nolan Arenado and Nolan Gorman. And uh, uh, Arenado right now is leading, uh, or not leading, well, leading their team, but not the whole National League. He's second in the National League, which is still pretty good, at 74 RBIs a season. Gorman's not too far behind him. He's got 61 and 19 home runs as well. Um, those are two guys that really stand out to me. What do you, what do you see out of them in terms of what they bring to the lineup and everything. Yeah, for Nolan Arnauto, it's par for the course, right? You knew that he would have an all-star-like year. Now, when you see the beginning of the season, how much he struggled, you wonder if he would ever really pick it up. But this guy is a professional baseball player. He knows what he is uh, is capable of doing. He, he felt it. He, he took uh, control and took, took ownership of how bad he was playing earlier in the season and really worked with the coaches to get to the level of play in which he's playing right now. And Arenado has been sensational this month. He's really playing like the all-star that the Cardinals need him to play like him and Goldschmidt have really had nice seasons. Now, none of them are playing MVP-like, but that doesn't mean they're not playing well, they're not contributing. 
Arenado continuing to be the all-star that the Cardinals thought they were getting from Colorado back a couple years ago. And as for Nolan Gorman, had a, a, some struggles earlier in this month. You wondered if he would get out of the funk. He finally seems like he has hit a couple big home runs last series, including one in the series finale. Helped them put up, put up a four spot in that first inning. Really led them to that victory, Joey. So they're, 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 both those guys are playing some good baseball right now. And in, 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 order, in a lineup that you thought was going to be fierce coming into the season, those are two guys that you, you knew had to play well in order for them to have success. And they're having success right now. Look who's in the middle of it. It's guys like Arenado and Gorman, and it's Walker and it's Goldschmidt. So you love to see it. We talk about the lineup in general, um, just everyone contributing on the offense. I mean, the Cardinals since the All-Star break are hitting 301. I mean, that is that's hard to do as like a team when you have. Yeah. I mean, we have one or two guys doing it, that's pretty good, but like have that all gelled together like that. Uh, they've also got 12 home runs. They've got a nearly 900 OPS that's uh, leading the league as well. So. Um, it's one of those situations, again, where everyone's contributing. And, you know, I think everyone's feeling pretty good about um, where the team is, how confident they are in everyone's abilities and things like that. I, I think uh, taking some of the pressure off, we saw Martin's terrific interview with John Moselak and then Moselak doubling down on the fact that this Cardinals will be selling at the trade deadline. I think that kind of helped the Cardinals take a little bit of pressure off of themselves. You saw them play tight for basically two two and a half months because they fell way back of the pace in the playoffs and they were trying to catch up, kind of dig out of the hole that they dug for themselves. And now they're playing so much looser. The pitching is really good. The offenses have been clicking for quite some time now. It's been an extended run for the offense. Now that they've kind of, you know, taken the pressure off themselves, you're seeing the results. Baseball, it's like what Dakota Hudson said, baseball is a game of failure. It's going to happen. You're not going to always have success. But if you can take the pressure off of yourself and just go out and play, accept the fact that you're going to fail, you're going to run into success. And look what the Cardinals are doing right now. Exactly, exactly. And all those comments you're mentioning, it's uh, pretty good uh – Adage of what we have going on here. We're going to show you some of what the players and coaches have been going on uh, through this mind right now, starting with Ali, Hudson, and a few others in between there. So uh, let's roll some clips, hear what they got to say. If you look at defense, I'll start with that. This is what it's supposed to look, at, look like. Um, I think we've done a much better job on the basis of being smart and not just aggressive. There's times where we've been behind in games and you have to almost take like a passive approach just because you can't make outs. And um, that's hurt us as well. So I think uh, being in every game, um, having a lead has allowed them to be more aggressive on the base bat. Going first to third, you've seen a decent amount of it over the last week or so. Um, and our pitching is doing what we expected them to do. Um, they're actually giving us a chance. Uh, and that's both the rotation and the pen. I mean, you talk about a group that's committed. Look at you're down however many games in the division at the moment. Look at the foul ball Goldie went after there in the ninth and tell me if these guys don't want it. I mean, you got that's what it looks like. Um, that's what it's supposed to look like, and uh, we feel good about it. What else can you do at this point? You know, um, I think I, th I think we tried to press to be to be perfect at times. I mean, we all do it. We're competitors, um, but I think you're really seeing guys trust what they've been working on. Um, I mean, that lineup's been good. So, I mean, we're, we're trying to put match something to back it as far as pitching staff. And I think um, I think we're doing a good job of putting it together as a team right now. It's awesome. I mean, this is, you know, the team that we started with um, for the most part. And, you know, this is kind of what we expected, 
you know, from the start, obviously it didn't go that way, but um, it's good to see it come together. You know, we had a all-star break, second half. Um, guys were able to come back and, you know, feel energized and, yeah, sure, maybe a little bit more relaxed. But, uh, yeah, it's just been, you know, this is who we are. Um, you know, we got a really good team. And you just hear that there's just a lot of confidence within the players and the organization and the team right now. And I think it kind of goes back to what you were talking about earlier, Kevin, just uh, guys feeling like, you know, this is the team they had in spring training, the one that got hot and won, ended up winning the most games out of all of that, the one where they relied on some of the guys that weren't even the World Baseball class to go and provide those roles are the Jordan Walkers, the Nolan Gormans, the Brendan Donovans are coming up with those big at-bats and giving you the wins. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's, it's good to see the young players doing so well. The Cardinals have had a track record for such a long time of developing young talent. Look at all, we, we, we wax poetic about Sandy O'Connor and, and Randy Rosarena and Zach Gallon, all of them having terrific careers elsewhere, not in Cardinals uniforms. I think Cardinals fans will want to see them wearing Cardinals uniforms and not seeing other uniforms, but I digress. The Cardinals have done a great job in developing talent, and Walker and Gorman and Donovan are just examples of that. Absolutely, absolutely. So let's look at the Cardinals, where they're at right now in terms of the standings, the big picture of it all. After winning Thursday's games, they are 44 and 53 in the season. So they got past the point where they're 10 games uh, below 500, no more. I mean, if you would have told us that in April, that would have been the case. I don't know how many Cardinal fans would be looking at us right now. They're like, it would have been crazy, but that's just where they are. Um, 10 games back of the Brewers for the central lead. Eight and a half games back of Philadelphia for the wild card. And they're playing a four-game set with the Cubs. They win that one. They pass them for third place in the series. So what are you looking for or what are you watching for most within that uh, race, especially this time of year where things can still kind of move up and down? In yeah, an I, I'm with Ali Marmol. Uh, he said this the other day, just play good baseball. Forget about the standings. You're not going to catch the division. You're not going to catch the wild card. The postseason is a bust. They've already said that already. John Mozalek said, we're trading people. We're getting rid of them. We're not. We're, we're not. We're not. We're not focusing on this year. We're focusing on 2024. And I think the the most important thing for the Cardinals is to, to continue to build momentum and win games that you can. A big rivalry series this weekend against the Cubs. You want to beat the Cubs no matter what, whether you're in contention or whether you're not in contention. That is an arch nemesis, right? Just continue to win games that are in front of you. Build some confidence, and let's see where the chips fall. You know, it's always better to win games than to lose them, even if you're not in contention. So if you, if you keep winning, that's good. It brings positive vibes. It gives you momentum going into next year when with a little bit of roster reconstruction, like John Mosley, like said, maybe you're ready to contend again. Exactly, exactly. And you're looking at that, too. So you're kind of mentioning, hit it on the head with Mosley's comments a couple of times, is that, you know, the Cardinals are looking ahead to 2024 already. But you're kind of now in that spot with after the six-game winning streak, you're back in contention all of a sudden again. So this makes this a little bit tricky, and particularly why we have the trade deadline coming up in about 10 days. And Cardinals got about 10 games left. And really, I mean, you're just looking at the team and where it's built right now and where things are going, depending on how they finish up these next 10 games, it could really go just about anywhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah. you know, the, the Cardinals are making it very interesting because we, we, we just talked about it, how much the Cardinals have kind of pivoted in 2024, yet these guys are like, hey, dude, we, we still got 2023 to play, and now they're playing some of their best baseball. It goes back to the, what I was saying before, taking a little bit of the pressure off. Maybe they're playing a lot more loose and playing a lot better because of it. You know, I still think the Cardinals should stay focused on what their plan is. They shouldn't pivot just because of a good stretch of baseball. Because if you don't pivot, I mean, if you, if you, if you don't pivot and then all of a sudden 
the the team goes into a spiral. Well, then you've wasted this so this, this this kind of stretch where you know you could have went in and retooled and maybe got some prospects for some really good players who could compete for contenders right now and you can focus on retooling and rebuilding for the future I think you'd be making a, a, a harsh misstep there and John Mozalek and the Cardinals front office they probably forgotten more baseball than I know and I'm not here to tell them what to do with their jobs if they think the Cardinals can contend now go for it <laughs> Cardinals fans is what they're used to that's what they want to hear but at the end of the day if you've made a plan if you've gone out public with it Stay with it because you just never know how the season could turn. We thought that the Cardinals were back in May, and then June happened, and then early July happened. Now the Cardinals are playing well. The end of July, who's what's what's not to say that they can't do it again and fall backwards like they did in the standings. So I think their plan is very sound. They have a track record of going after players and making good moves in terms and developing young players in their farm system. Keep keep pace with the, what your plan is going to be. I think that's part of the confusion too, Joey. Is that they've the, the, for this whole season we hadn't really know what their plan is. Now they seem like they have a concrete plan. We're moving to 2024. I would stay on course with that. There you go. There you go. There's one way to look at it for sure. And um, kind of thinking about that too. We'll revisit some maybe trade discussions here in a minute. But I kind of want to listen to some of what John Mozalak has given us in recent days, both uh, in group settings and in that one-on-one -on -one interview that we mentioned earlier with. Mark Kilcoy. Now, granted, that one happened for the All-Star break, so things are a little bit different, but uh, let's take a listen in and, uh, yeah. When you think about it in terms of why it becomes a little bit of a, a, a puzzle mm -hmm. to put together, it's, it's, it's like when, when, think back to April when people weren't like hitting their strides or trying to get yeah. going, the one thing that individuals like to do to get their stride is what? Play. To play. play yeah. And then when, when people are pressing and not when they play, not going two for four, instead they're going over four, you have that natural reaction to be like, okay, I'm gonna sit that person. And so I do think when you look back at that time period, trying to get guys on track, you know, you're, 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 that's a balancing act. The, the best way to approach this is, you know, recognize that you do have a problem, admit it, and then try to find a solution. And, you know, we, we understand that. And, and I'm not trying to sit here with you right now and, and try to defend what we did and, and blame other people. I, I, I know that, that we made mistakes and we're going to try to get it right. All right. Well, you already saw the Cardinals, uh, to start of Friday, traded Henesis Cabrera to the Toronto Blue Jays just for a catching prospect. So, you know, not a whole lot of movement within that trade right there. But I think it kind of signals, uh, Kevin, between that and some of the comments that we just played over, that they're still going to focus on 2024. If there's that window contention they can do 2023, great. But the end goal is still 2024. Yeah, when you when you're nine games under 500 this late in the season, it's going to be very tough for for you to make up the ground that you really need to to be able to get into the postseason. So, you know, this is just a start, a catching prospect. We spoke at length already about Cardinals' success in developing um, talents within their system. So, hopefully, this new catcher that they get from the Toronto Blue Jays, who's in the lower um, um, lower division. In the minor leagues, hopefully he can rise to the system soon and maybe gives the uh, the Cardinals some catching depth in the future. It's a it's a good trade. Hennessy Cabrera, you, you know, they DFA'd him, so there was no no spot for him anymore on this team. So moving him was the best choice instead of losing him and having to pay his salary and all that stuff. So there's that. Exactly, exactly. And you look at it too. Maybe this is a discussion for another time, but that will kind of uh, add on that logjam of catchers in the system of Herrera, Kisner. Contreras if you have for so many years, but that's that's to another point because there's guys that 
you kind of need to think a little bit more about the immediate future of where they fit in, especially the Cardinals are going to be that team that still competes again this year a little bit too. I mean, you got guys like Jordan Montgomery and Jack Flaherty who are two pretty consistent pieces of your rotation and have really turned a corner and played really well lately. But they're incoming free agents, and right. um, you just never know if now is going to be the time to try to get a good return on them or later or if the Cardinals uh, want to try to be serious and maybe go for – uh, keeping the rest of the season, go for qualifying offers. There's a lot of decisions to make there. Yeah, and you know, it, d depending on how they like the Cardinals too. If you trade away a piece, maybe you can re-sign them in the off-season. So it, th just because you get rid of a player right now doesn't mean that your relationship with that player is over. And a good example is Jordan Montgomery, who seems to have found his place here in St. Louis with the Yankees. He was kind of up and down, you know. He would have good outings very consistently, and then here and there wouldn't do as well. With the Cardinals, it seems like he's really been locked in since that trade last August with St. Louis. So he just feels at home here in St. Louis. Maybe you give him a chance to go contend with a contender and then say, hey, look, we loved you. Bring him back, and then he could be part of your contention next year. Yeah, that's a good way to look at it, too. I mean, there's a lot of options there. And then you also think about guys like uh, beyond the pitching staff, uh, Tyler O'Neill or uh, Paul DeYoung, or guys that, you know, have given you some production over the years and stuff, but you start to see some of these prospects and younger players coming in yeah. and winning some more opportunities. I mean, that's another decision you're going to have to make is uh, – who ultimately gets the playing time, and if it's those guys, what does that mean for someone uh, under them a little bit, like a Dylan Carlson or a Brendan Donovan? Like what? It, it, there's so many decisions for the Cardinals to make right now. It seems like one of those things where you kind of do something, but you just don't know what quite it is. Yeah, I mean, it would behoove the Cardinals to try to get rid of some of the, you know, the, the log jam in the outfield and in the infield. You have so much talent within your within your team that you're kind of running into an interesting problem you know what do you do with all these guys here do you hold someone back in the minor leagues or do you hold someone that's on your 26 man roster or do you kind of hold still and let everyone kind of grow together and everything it's very interesting i think the cardinals should try to make a move here try to get some more people that they can develop because you never know what prospects i always say you can really retool and rebuild in major league baseball in a couple of years look at the yankees for example i grew up in new york and i watched them a lot one of the biggest things that they did in 2016 was they got rid of Andrew Miller and of all this Chapman, and they were they doubled down on selling in that uh, on that trade deadline, getting some prospects back. Those prospects turn into some really good players for them in the future. Maybe the Cardinals can take uh, you know something out of that book as well, bring in some prospects, develop them like they had so much success doing, pawn them off onto someone else, bring in a star yeah. on a good contract, and maybe you're really contending in one or two years. Yeah, I mean, that's what uh, a lot of it comes down to, the talent evaluation of guys like Randy Flores in that front office, too. I mean, I know that he's pretty trusted over there. At, I know Mosaic's usually the one at the end of the day who will have uh, some of the final say in the moves. But, you know, I think it's kind of that front office team effort to kind of know which guys could fit that bill a little bit, maybe try to avoid a situation where you're trading a prospect like uh, Randy Rosarina or Adoles Garcia and yeah. don't get a whole lot of return. Uh, just so many different ways the Cardinals could go with the deadline. But... I think even with all this, you still got to look at the short picture. Uh, they've got this series against the Cubs at Wrigley this week, one against Arizona, and then a four-game slate against the Cubs at home. Then we're to the trade deadline. So that's 
It's kind of interesting how quick the season is coming upon us, isn't yeah, it? It's moving pretty well, but they're playing some good baseball right now. They're leading one nothing at Wrigley after a really convincing win last night against the Chicago Cubs. You know, th th this is good for them. They're playing good baseball, yet they're thinking towards the future. I think this is it's good to have a little bit more focus where the Cardinals are going. And now that they're playing really good baseball, you can kind of see what the Cardinals were talking about. Hey, look, you know, I think this team is – this team can be good now. We're having we had some some setbacks earlier in the year. Maybe this isn't this isn't a trend. This is the blip. Yeah. The, you know, and so you know the the Cardinals they're playing good. Continue continue to to think that way. Play whoever's in front of you. Play them well. Try to win more games, as many games as you can. Build some momentum for the future. All right. One other thing we want to mention real quick before we close this. Scott Rowland is getting inducted to the Hall of Fame this weekend. Uh, played a lot of years in St. Louis at third base, won that World Series 2006. Had that one season in 2004 where I can't believe he didn't win MVP because I think he had 140 RBIs or something like that. I mean, you just look at the career of that guy, and I think that kind of sets the standard for someone like Nolan Arnato and future right generations on. too. Yeah, you know, it, and a lot of people talked about how borderline of a Hall of Famer is. Scott Rowan is a Hall of Famer, especially in the era that he played. He was one of the most dominant players on each end of the field, whether it was playing on the field or up at the plate, he was a perennial all-star. He is a Hall of Famer. Happy to see that he was able to get elected this year by the Riders. And you know what? Good for him and good for the Cardinals. The Cardinals have had a history of a lot of big-time Hall of Famers on, on their squad. Scott Rowland's just another one. He was obviously a big integral part of the Cardinals team in the, in the early and mid-2000s. So congrats to Scott Rowland. Absolutely, absolutely. Kevin, any final thoughts as we uh, go into what seems to be a critical time for this Cardinal season and shaping the future as well? Yeah, you know, uh, I, I've mentioned it a few times, but I, I really I love to see that the Cardinals are, are focused and they, have, and, and, and they have a plan moving forward to the future. It was very confusing earlier this year. Now that they have that plan, go and execute it. They've had so a big track record of doing so well over the course of so many years, the front office. Now it's just time to continuing to, to, to double down on that. And I think the Cardinals can. I, there's no reason why the Cardinals couldn't come back next year if everything goes to their plan and once again compete, especially if they can play like they're playing over the last couple of weeks. Absolutely, absolutely. Big time for the Cardinals. Uh, trade deadline, uh, you know, games with the Cubs, every, a little bit of everything going on. And, you know, short term, long term, a lot to think about in the future there. So. Thank you for joining us for this edition of a Fox 2 Cardinals podcast for the digital team. For Kevin Ryans, I'm Joey Schneider. Have a great day and enjoy some Cardinals baseball.